This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am Dr. Duke, and I am joined uh, customarily on a day like this by Vicki McKenna. And it is always good to be with you, Vicki. Thanks for showing up today. My pleasure, Duke. I, I say that because this is the first quasi-spring day we've actually had in Wisconsin, and we're in the middle of April. So that tells you all you need to know. Uh, and so, Vicki, I'm we wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> it's still Wisconsin. <laughs> well, sp I must qualify. Spring in Wisconsin is... Uh, basically Nove late November in most other states. Yeah, so uh, exactly. anybody in this area knows that. So we, uh, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about how this new sexual revolution, which is really unsexing people, is at the f sort of the, the, peer, the spears point of cultural change. I mean, everything that's happening, the great reset, globalism, all this stuff, uh, one of the major weapons they're unveiling is this uh, compulsory worship of the transgender and the drag queen. And so Bud Light, which is, uh, I know you're a bit of a, a beer connoisseur, Vicky. So the first thing I want from you before we even comment on this new tra this drag queen slash trans Dylan, Dylan Mulvaney, who is now a spokesperson for Bud Light. I got to hear from you as a beer aficionado. How bad is Bud Light as beer? Well, well, when I first saw this ridiculous story, I thought, you know, a, a, a man identifying as a woman is like Bud Light identifying as a beer. I mean, <laughs> come on. It's is it it is is it beer i don't know that's i think that's stretching the truth just like dylan mulvaney is not a woman that's just my opinion you can I like you can like you can like light beer all you want but um <clears throat> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna as a as a good wisconsin girl i'm just gonna order something else and i'm gonna call it and for bud light i wouldn't order bud light anyway but i mean if i were a bud light drinker I would have been pouring this stuff down the toilet, which is a better place for it anyway. I just call I just call it woke piss. That's from now on. That's what it's going to be woke piss. So let's talk about woke piss. Woke water <laughs> and their need. Yeah, yes, micturation of the woke. We need now to talk about Dylan. Why? Why would? Because when you think of Bud Budweiser, you think about Anheuser Busch. Theoretically, you think about kind of men in overalls with big beards sitting outside cutting wood and drinking this stuff by the case. What, what possibly do they think they're going to get from this? Do they actually think more women and more gay people are going to drink woke, drink woke piss now because you've got that screeching harpy of a cultural appropriator of women on the can now? He, the guy in girl face, that's what he is. Mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the gender equivalent of blackface. That is a man in girl face. He pretends to be a girl, not even a woman. He pretends to be a girl, uh, a little 12-year-old girl who just had her period. But on Budweiser, um, Budweiser, I mean, also the, the famous all-American Budweiser, Clydesdales. I mean, everything about the brand telegraphed strong traditional American values. And it no, it, I, I mean, there, where are the strong traditional American values? What's next? Are we going to replace the, the, Budsdale, uh, the Budweiser Clydesdales with My Little Pony? I mean, that, you know that's next, some rainbow unicorn or some llama that identifies as a Clydesdale with purple hair. 
something like that. But where's where are the traditional American values that anybody in a marketing department would have? Now think about this. It's made the decision is made by a team of high level marketing people. These are marketing exec, executives, likely with papers from maybe even Ivy League schools. Duke, you are a, a professor at a university. Where are the traditional values just at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh? Do you think anybody on the marketing team at Budweiser has any values that are that are even close to middle America? And so if that's the case, why wouldn't they think, well, this is what everybody's doing. This is what all my friends are doing. All my friends who are taking Ubers and ordering their groceries delivered every week well, I mean, I, I, part of me just says, is this just the dysfunction of education turning out the worst product for the most amount of money? Uh, and so I think part of it, honestly, is just that young people are idiots and have no sense of traditional American values. And the other part of me thinks that this is a company that is so big. Remember, Anheuser-Busch is part of that massive, massive beer cartel that essentially is a global monopoly of alcoholic beverages. I think they're so big, they just figure if they're not going to drink Budweiser, they'll drink another one of the umpteen brands we have. I think it's arrogance. I think it's part of this idea that, you know, you've got to shove it down their throat. You've got to you've got to make every time someone opens up a computer, turns on a television screen, make them see some freakish looking dude in bright lipstick and rainbow colored hair, you know, with with little old lady glasses from the 50s in five-inch platform heels shoving his ass in everybody's face. I think that's part of it. They just figure they're too big. We're going to shove it down their throat and people are going to choke on it and we don't care because the beatings will continue until morale improves. Combined with an elite, over-educated, over-credentialed, ignorant group of people who have been raised to completely reject everything that makes America awesome. You asked me what's coming next, and I can tell you it's going to be the hefty lumberjack and Mr. Clean in a joint advertising tongue kissing. That's what's going to happen next, because you said it. Any sign, any symbol, any avatar of masculinity must be destroyed, absolutely crucified. Every uh, avatar of femininity must be destroyed. Exactly. As masculinity well. is, is finding a, a niche. There is still a niche for masculinity. Um, you know, it, it, it's for, for a while, at least, uh, in professional sports, in college sports. Women, where's our niche? We're being erased from everything, from our bathrooms, from our dressing rooms. We are being erased from advertising campaigns, uh, women's sports. The Biden administration just laid down the law that Title IX doesn't protect women anymore, you idiots. You're so dumb. Women are actually men in dresses. That's what Title IX is going to protect. We're, I mean, women are, are in, in a real way that maybe they don't even realize, they are the ultimate second-class citizens at this point. They are exactly in the same you know, giant pot that Joe Biden threw MAGA Republicans. We are clear, real women are a clear and present danger, uh, according to the, to the hard, uh, intolerant, um, scapegoating left. We are a clear and present danger if we don't just simply roll over and worship at the man in the dress. Yeah, let's take a look at the actual video here of this this man mocking not womanhood like you said, but pre pre prepubescent girlhood. Take a look. 
Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? I got some Bud Lights for us. So, I kept hearing about this thing called March Madness, and I thought we were all just having a hectic month, but it turns out it has something to do with sports. And I'm not sure exactly which sport, but either way, it's a cause to celebrate. This month, I celebrated my day 365 of womanhood, and Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. Check out my Instagram story to see how you can enjoy March Madness with Bud Light and maybe win some money too. Love ya! Cheers! Go team! Whatever team you love, I love too. Okay. Love ya. Okay, break a leg. Woo! She looks, it looks like it's going to vomit by drinking that beer, first of all, because so it, of course. It is, so first off, it is going to vomit because obviously that dude is either anorexic or bulimic or both. I mean, come on. It, it, this is so offensive. He's, he's celebrating. Bud Light is helping him celebrate 365 days of womanhood. Well, I've been a woman for 2,071 days, Duke. 2,071 days. Where's my ad campaign? Where is anybody's ad campaign? Instead, women like Riley Gaines aren't even able to compete fairly in her own sport. And then when she complains about it, she gets beat up by big drag queens who are claiming she's not a real woman. I, I, you know, this is, this is the end of, of all culture in the United States. If we can't push back against this freak show, uh, you know, bizarro world, funhouse mirror that we are being forced to look at our society through, then if, if Americans can't do that, is America worth saving? We have a clip from Budweiser talking about the so-called controversy. Here we go. Anheuser-Busch works with hundreds of influencers across our brands as one of many ways to authentically connect with audience across various demographics and passion points. From time to time, we produce unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. Oh, that makes it okay. We did this not to sell it to you, because who in their right mind would buy it? We are doing this to virtue signal and to congratulate, congratulate this preening moron who, again, is appropriating actual girlhood. We're going to commemorate yeah. the fact that for one year, one stupid year now, this is how it dresses. It, it's blackface. This is blackface. This is no different than blackface, than white men painting their faces black and acting in absurd, stereotypical ways that they imagine black people acted. What is different about this? What is different? He is acting as the is is like a dingbat woman, like a stupid stereotype of a dingbat airhead woman. <clears throat> who do, who can't even know what March Madness is. I thought we were having a hectic time. Are you kidding me? I mean, you talk about throwing um, women's rights and all of the so-called, uh, you know, a uh, 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 progress of feminism on the floor. And, and uh, you know, if, if, if we could still smoke, he'd, he'd tap his ashes into it and grind his high-heeled shoe into it. And then we would, what we're, what we're doing right now is we're saying, 
thank you, thank you, that was so wonderful. And if we'd say anything else, I mean, everybody needs to go look up the video of Riley Gaines, who was uh, invited to speak by some conservative students on campus, and she was mobbed and beaten by men. And she's the problem, not them. That's how, and this is, this is so far down the slippery slope that I'm not sure that we can, that we can degrease it and climb back up. But if we can't, again, if women can't stand up and say the dude with the penis is not a woman, we're post-truth. I got to tell you, using the image of a greasy pole while talking about Dylan Mulvaney might get us yanked from all social media. I said slope. I said slope (laughs) to the censors. Okay, I understand you. To the network censors, I said slope. (laughs) Still to come, one of the the last vestiges of conservative values goes woke by inviting drag queens now to perform at one of the nation's largest award shows for country music. Okay, so mom and dad, you actually think uh, country music is all about you and a flag and America? No, no, not anymore. Right around the corner here. So for reasons yet unknown to me, Vicki McKenna is with us. She's going to help us put our finger on the problem. Why is it that big, burly, truck-driving, beer-swilling, guitar-carooning men from the country-western tradition that we all know, think about the man in black in Folsom Prison singing his songs, a boy named Sue, to raucous uh, numbers of, of inmates, people incarcerated. What has happened to... Country music now that at the Country Music Awards, we now have a situation where drag queens were at the center of the celebration. I think it's the same reason Budweiser um, decided they wanted to rub um, all of their their hardcore brand loyal people's nose in in, you know, woke trans lies is the same reason the Country Music Awards are rubbing everybody's face in more drag queens there. I, I mean, I. There is nothing in elite media that is traditional. There is no one in elite media who is traditional. Uh, Maybe some of the performers in country music or in in some music are traditional people, but the people who put on these shows are not. The people who, who pay for the records to be produced and pay for all of the attention for these stars are not. So, and, and many, let's face it, they're young, Duke. These are mostly young people. Um, and young people, if you, if you can believe the Wall Street Journal Nork poll, think this is fine. They think it's completely fine to detonate our culture and to o- obliterate the differences between men and women because they're never going to have to live with the consequences. They are rich people who will never have to live with the consequences because they're rich enough to exempt themselves. And so, uh, you know, part of what's just going on is we, we took our hands off the steering wheel of youth culture right after Vietnam, when, you know, when the hippies and the radicals decided to pitch a fit it wasn't like we, we knuckled down. It wasn't like we said, all right, we've got to raise our kids better. We've got to have a better core value system. We've been slack. We've got to make sure that we don't let education, the new babysitter for the family, become a substitute for us. 
We didn't do any of that. And so it shouldn't surprise anybody that it's now in country music. It's like, you know, 10 years ago when everyone was shocked, shocked, I say, that Disney was essentially marketing itself as a vacation destination for gay men. They were shocked. I wasn't shocked. This is just what has been happening under our noses. And you've seen it because it's the stuff of the faculty lounge writ large. Yeah, what you're talking about, I think, is historically right. It's it's even even the late sixties before while the Vietnam War was going on. I think you're right. The 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 second sec- sexual re- revolution there that you, but we we got to point out things things like the classic rock that you listen to now that I listen to that when you're driving down the road, bands from the late sixties and seventies, people like the Rolling Stones made it abundantly clear that pulp they use their pulp pulp pop culture platforms to push the disintegration of the family, radical sex without commitment, one night stands. So what looks quaint, when we go back to the 70s, it looks so quaint and uh, 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 wonderful and uh, wholesome, that that classic rock. But you look at the message of almost all those songs, Vicki, it's sex without consequence, it's radical liberation, freedom of sexuality from any boundaries. Uh, You couldn't have gotten to what we're seeing in the last 10 years without a steady dose over 20, 30 years years of that slow creep that now is a uh, snowball rolling down the mountain. Well, and, and I mean, people think country and rock are not, not terribly different. And roll back your mind if, you, if you're of our age to some of that country music you heard back in the 70s, daytime friends and nighttime lovers. Some of the country stuff that was on the radio back in the day was filthy. It shouldn't, none of this should surprise anyone. There is, there, there is nothing that is wholesome about, about, you know, big entertainment. There's nothing wholesome about it. And there never has been. Um, they don't even, they don't even bother pretending that they care that we exist, that there are people in the United States who are wholesome, who want this kind of entertainment, who don't want their children to be exposed to some guy wagging his, you know what, in some kid's face at drag queen story hour, pretending it's all just fun and kitschy or, or on the flip side, high art. Yeah, Which again, and, is is and, a, is another is another indictment against modern education. But they don't care anymore that we don't like it. They don't care if we turn it off because you know your kids are probably going to watch it. You know, this reminds me about twenty years ago. You remember when Madonna and all the rest of those celebutards were do- adopting little black babies from places in Africa? They were everybody. Oh, yeah. ri- everybody rightly pointed out that this was charm bracelet activism, right? It's, it's an accessory. It's like that Gucci purse or those alligator boots that you just bought. Uh, it was a way of uh, uh, accessorizing your progressivism. It wasn't about love. It wasn't about support. And I think what you have now is drag queens. And they're, they're the Cupid doll of the day. They are the charm bracelet, uh, virtue signaling uh, prop that everybody has to have. Uh, go back, Mike, one last time, because uh, we've been talking while Mike has been f- uh, f- flowing the video. We weren't able to capture the music, so you can watch again. There is the actual video. So exp- I'm going to ask you, Vicki, what exactly does that add to this performance? What, what are you saying here? This is completely gratuitous. It has nothing to do with country music. It has nothing to do with an award show. It has nothing to do with the song that's being sung. It has nothing to do with anything. It is just gratuitously jamming as many drag queens around the singer as you possibly can to show what, she's four, this singer is four time? 
times more woke than the rest of us? Two of them are black. Is she eight times more woke than the rest of us? What possible reason other than vanity and self-promotion would you do something like that? Well, I don't know. You know, you ask if she is she eight times more woke. I'd have to go to my woke abacus, Duke, and it's just too large to fit in the room for this segment. So I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Um, it, this is just she it's it's the way she signals that she's down with the cause. Incidentally, I think it's interesting if you actually do watch the performance. Um, it's really kind of hard to look at the men next to a woman and conclude that they're women. I mean, I, I, I kind of liked that, that inadvertently what she was showing was that these were just freakish men. Um, but there's everything at every moment in any given situation for young people, um, whatever makes them feel good, feel right, feel just, they're going to do. I don't know if you spend any amount of time surfing Facebook or you have anyone that you know who is around the age of, say, 26 or younger. Um, all of them are doing this. They're putting rainbow avatars up on their Facebook page. I mean, these are kids from who have conservative Christian parents. Uh, this one young lady that I know um, actually said, uh, you know, she went to a, her first drag show and it was simply divine. And I remember that kid being dragged along by her mom to tea party events, uh, you know, in the in the 2010s. And all of a sudden now everything is about is about the trend and clicking on the, the stuff that's cool. Um, and so it could just simply be that these are this is just the stuff that's cool. And they did it. 10 years ago, and they did it 20 years ago. Surround yourself with stuff that's cool. I mean, I have no idea why um, you would do this, except you, you want to let everyone, because you, the one thing that is a, a consistent theme is that it's always rejecting tradition. It's always rejecting morals. And the one, the sort of one stitch it together theme is that they hate God. This is the way they want to reject God. Madonna did it by blaspheming crucifixes and dry humping the floor while pretending she was, while feigning that she was a church girl. And now you've got this dingbat who's, you know, bumping and grinding against men in dresses. I think, you know, at, at its core, and maybe they wouldn't identify it explicitly this way, they want everyone to think it's cool to flip the bird to God. I think it's interesting, Mike, show that still photo again. So all the men have skirts on, hiding their junk. But the girl, the one girl in the middle, the singer, actually is wearing girl clothes, in the equivalent of a kind of a one-piece bikini, because of course there's really nothing in her, her legs that she has to hide, right? There's no bulge there to be concealed. So even when you do this kind of stuff, the, the, the definitive nature of female and male is reasserted by the fact that the men can't dress like her, can't be as provocative of her because their anatomy will not allow them to be so. Yeah, I think so. Um, men, when they put makeup on, look more like men than they do when they don't put makeup on. I know that sounds kind of odd. I don't mean that they, that they look manly. I mean, it's just obvious that they're men the moment they put makeup on and the moment they try to ape womanhood. Um, they look manly. Dylan, Mul or, or not manly, but they look like men. Dylan Mulvaney obviously is male the more he tries to ape, uh, you know, some sort of 1950s, 1960s awful stereotype of w women. He looks more like a guy. 
when he does that. He looks more like he's just mocking us. But again, um, you know, if, if every single moment you can have a different idea of what identity means and what truth is and what your truth is, and that's my truth, not your truth and whatever to, you know, to completely deconstruct the meaning of everything and you hate God, then, you know, it's not a giant surprise that everything's sliding all over the place. Just so me, I'm going to conclude. Don't, don't take that the wrong way. I'm going to conclude on that picture of Dylan. Pull that one up real. So notice he's what he's doing here in your words is he's aping. Uh, yes. Who's he aping? Which star of Bre Breakfast at Tick and Tiffany's is he trying to look like there, Vicky? Do you think? Is that am I right well, about this? I, yeah, <laughs> it is it, kind of Audrey Hepburn, but oh, yeah. not. So, you know, you, but, a, you, but a trashy version of what what is sort of considered. Yep. It's an icon of, of traditional beauty and, and womanhood. Yep, she's aping Audrey. He's aping Audrey Hepburn. And like you said, it's and not turning her into a And turning her into a whore. Yep, and it's not aping. It's just apish. And that's going to wrap up the show. If you have any questions, comments, or want to support this show, simply visit drdukeshow.com. For all of us here at The Dr. Duke Show, thanks, and we'll see you next time.